This is a sermon given at St. David's Episcopal Church in Austin, Texas. Visit our website at stdave.org. Good morning. And again, Happy New Year. Glad to see you all this morning. So what's in a name? Names have power. They can hold much meaning. They can have the power to lift up or to tear down. They can describe. They have meaning. All too often, names and labels are used to tear people down. So yes, names have power. I can recall that some 22 years ago, after I was told I was going to give birth to a baby girl, that I pondered and deliberated for quite some time what I was going to name her. I knew I wanted a strong name, one that could easily be pronounced in English and Spanish. My late husband was Canadian with Irish and British roots, and I being of Cuban descent, this was really important. I wanted both families to be able to pronounce her name. It was also important to pick a name that would be difficult to make fun of. <laughs> you know, kids can be mean, so we tested names to see what they rhymed with and see what would happen. And so ultimately, I came up with the name Victoria Christina. Interestingly, it didn't take long for one of my daughter's cousins to come up with a nasty name to call her using uh, by her nickname, Icky Vicky. Needless to say, the nickname Vicky never gained traction, at least within our house. She's always been Victoria. <laughs> um, as I said, names can be used to tear people down. Thankfully, it didn't stick. Victoria is pronounced the same in both English and Spanish, and Christina is also pronounced the same, but with the Spanish spelling. So if you ever write her a note, there's no H, okay? No H in Christina. Victoria comes from the Latin word for victory or conqueror, the name made popular by Queen Victoria, who began her rule over Britain in the 19th century, whose name now lives on on many streets all over Canada, Australia, and in the UK. And of course, the name Christina, which comes from the word Cristo or Christ. Her name was carefully thought out and planned and in many ways has defined who Victoria is today. She's strong, she's independent, she's a young lady who is compassionate and Christ-centered. I'm quite proud of her. <laughs> now, I don't know how my mom came up with my name, Angela Maria. I do know that my middle name, and I think I've told you this before, Maria, uh, was the same middle name given to all my sisters and a very common practice among Hispanic Catholics. The name, of course, comes from Mary, the light bearer, the one chosen to bring God incarnate into this world. And I remember when I was a child, my grandmother telling me, instilling in me, that I was appropriately named after the angels. Very sweet thing for a grandmother to say. She called me her angel and told me I was called to take care of others. Angel does mean messenger of God. Now, I can't say for sure that's why I'm standing here in front of you today doing what I do. 
Perhaps my grandmother had something to do with it. Perhaps it helped me define who I was over the years. Certainly my grandmother used that name to lift me up and to highlight certain values and qualities that she wanted to see within me. You see, names have power and they have meaning. And so today's lessons speak a bit about names, about what they mean, how they define us, and about what is being asked of each and every one of us as followers of Christ. On this first day of the calendar year, we're presented with the name of Jesus and asked to consider how it shapes and continues to shape our destiny as followers of, his, of him and his family. Whether we're named Angela or Victoria or David or Tim or Tom or Karen or anything else, it's actually the name of Jesus, Jesus of Nazareth, the one who is the Christ that indicates our fundamental identity as God's children. The Gospel of Luke tells us that after Jesus' birth, Mary and Joseph had him circumcised, and they bestowed on him the name given by the angel of the Lord at the Annunciation, Jesus, the Greek form of the Hebrew name Joshua, which means the Lord has saved or God saves. This event, this event of holy name, is celebrated by the church on the eighth day of the Christmas season. Now, if you're keeping track, we are still in Christmas. It is a season, and today is the eighth day. Because as reflected in the gospel text and in Jewish tradition, circumcision and naming occurred eight days after birth. So today is the day. In Hebrew culture, a name signifies the essence of someone. Yahshua, Yeshua, God saves, was not merely what people called Mary and Joseph's child. Rather, God's salvation was to be the very meaning and purpose of his life. Clearly, this child's name, given by the angel before he was conceived in the womb, is particularly important for it names Christ's mission on earth, which is to save God's people. In the book of Numbers, which we read today, God says to Moses that by blessing Israel, they shall put my name on the Israelites. The name of God is imprinted on God's people. Their purpose and their future hinges on remembering the one for whom and by whom they were named. And through Christ, this Adoption has extended to all who receive the name of Jesus. And so as we, like Mary, ponder the meaning of Jesus' holy name, we can better understand the importance of the shepherd's response and be encouraged and inspired to follow their example. It was revealed to the lowly shepherds who Jesus was, and they in turn were to tell others to deliver the message to Mary and Joseph and all who would listen to them that this Christ child, the one who would save all, was born. And so the shepherds are the first to deliver this good news of what this child will do. They hear, they believe, and they go out and do. 
And then what do they do in the end? They return to their everyday responsibilities, taking care of their flocks, returning to their pastures, glorifying and praising God. They reacted to what they saw and heard with genuine curiosity, trust, and active obedience. Like the shepherds, will we be proclaimers of faith and living and live praising God in all aspects of our lives? As we live our faith, may we live with the simplicity of the shepherds and their courageous and boldness of faith. You see, we, just like the shepherds, are also called to proclaim this holy name of Jesus in thought and word and in deed. The good news inherent in Jesus' holy name, that God saves, is desperately needed in our very chaotic and broken world. The collect, which we read for today, reads, Eternal Father, you gave your incarnate Son the holy name of Jesus to be the sign of our salvation. Plant in every heart, we pray, the love of him who is the Savior of the world, our Lord Jesus Christ. Hear that again. Plant in every heart, we pray, the love of him who is the Savior of the world, our Lord Jesus Christ. And so my prayer for all of us as we leave here today is for us to be like those lowly shepherds, having the courage, the honor, and the obedience to follow and to tell of the good news that has been shared with us here today. Jesus, the Messiah, the anointed, the Savior has been born. So go and tell so that others also may know. Amen. You can find more lectures and sermons on iTunes by searching for St. David's Episcopal Church in Austin, Texas, or visit our website at stdave.org and click on the podcast button.